We're going to begin a Bible study of the book of Romans. So if you have a Bible handy, open to Romans chapter 1. It is always important when you are listening to preaching to have your Bible open to where the preacher is speaking from. The authority of the preacher comes from the word of God. So if the preacher is not speaking truly what the word of God says, then his words are false. So you need to open your Bible and check for yourself to see if this is what the word of God really says. So today we will be reading from chapter 1 of Romans, verses 1 to 7. The word of God says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, Concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was a descendant of David according to the flesh, and was appointed to be the powerful son of God according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead. Through him we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles, including you who are also called by Jesus Christ, to all who are in Rome, loved by God, called as saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In a Paulo, ntumiki wa Kristu Yesu, woyita nidwa ndi mulungu kukala ntumwe. Ninapatulidwa ndikuti ndilalikile utenga wabwino wa mulungu. Umene analonjeza kale malemba oyera kudzela mwaneneli ake utengau nduonena za mwana wake amene mwa umuntu wake anali ochokera mwa Davide. Iyeyo ndi amene anatsimikizidwa kukhala mwana wa Mulungu mwa mpamvu za nzimo oyera. Pamene anauka kwa akufa. Kudzela mwa ambuye atu Yesu Kristo, ife tinandira chisomo chokhala atumi oitana anthu amitundu yonse kuti amukhulupirire ndi kumvera machikhulupirira kuti dzina lake liremekezedwe inunso muli nguru la amitundu oitanidwao kukhala ake a Yesu Kristo ndikulembera kwa onse okhala kuloma Amene mulungu ana kukondani na kuhitanani kuti mukhale oyerantima chisomo ndi mtendere chochokira uh, kwa mulungu atati athu ndi kwa ambuye Yesu Kristo zikale ndi ino 
What is God doing in the world? We don't see him. He's invisible to us. We can't fully know everything he's doing. In fact, the things that we do see in this world seem to be out of his control. There are political powers that rise and fall. There are wars and injustices. There are disasters that are taking place. If we look with our eyes, we don't see God. We can't know what he's doing in the world. And as we open the book of Romans, we are reading a book that uh, was written to people who had the same experience. This is a letter that was written to people in Rome. Which was the capital city of the Roman Empire. This letter was written somewhere between the year 55 and 58. And the people reading this letter could have asked the same question. What is God doing? If they looked with their eyes, they saw that they lived in the most powerful empire in the world. They could see in their own city the power and the wealth of Emperor Nero. But they would have also seen great evil all around them. They would have seen a city filled with idols. They would have seen a culture full of sexual immorality. In the city of Rome, about one-third of the people living there were slaves. It seemed like the rich were only growing richer and richer. And the poor were just growing poor. And they could have looked at all these things with their eyes and asked the question, where is God? What is he doing in the world? Why are these things happening? Will these injustices ever be made right? Will people ever have to pay for the evil that they're doing? 
And this letter answers those questions. The Apostle Paul who's writing this letter is declaring that there is a new kingdom with a new king. There is a kingdom that is greater than the Roman Empire. There is a king that is greater than Caesar. And he wants the people who are reading this letter to see life, not with their physical eyes, but with spiritual knowledge. And the verses that we read, these first seven verses of the book, these are the introduction to the letter. They tell us who is writing. A man named Paul. They tell us who is receiving the letter. In verse 7, it says, All who are in Rome that are loved by God and called as saints. But it also tells us the main theme of the letter. What Paul calls in verse 1, the gospel of God. Paul says, Paul says here that God set him apart to preach the gospel of God to all nations. For the glory of God's name. Paul says that he is set apart for this gospel. In verse 1, Paul introduces himself as the writer of the letter. And he describes himself in three ways. He says he is first a servant of Christ Jesus. Second, he is called as an apostle. And third, he is set up apart for the gospel of God. So Paul is a servant of Christ Jesus. He is someone who serves Jesus as his Lord. And Jesus has given Paul a specific responsibility. Jesus called him to be an apostle. What is an apostle? In our world today, there are a lot of men who call themselves apostles. And it's very easy to paint your name with the word apostle on a church sign. 
When Jesus was walking on the earth, he called 12 men to be his disciples. So that they could become apostles. Now the the Apostle Paul wasn't one of those 12 men. He began as a persecutor of the church. But one day as he was going to Damascus to arrest Christians, Jesus appeared to him instead of uh, Paul Arresting Christians, Jesus arrested Paul. Jesus made Paul his servant. And Jesus himself called Paul to be an apostle. Now the apostles had a special task. They were witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. These were the men who saw Jesus alive after he had previously died. And Paul, on that road to Damascus, saw Jesus appear to him. And Therefore, these men became the messengers of Jesus who had authority. Their words had the same level of authority that the prophets of the Old Testament had. They spoke the very words of God. And that's why their writings are collected into the New Testament and became scripture. Now Jesus is not on the earth today. He's not calling apostles today. People aren't becoming witnesses of the resurrected Jesus today. The Bible is finished. It's not still being written. And so there are no apostles on the earth today. Those men who are calling themselves apostles are lying. But Paul 
Paul was one of these special men. Kama Paulo anani mmoja wa watu amene wawa opatulika. These men who were the foundation of the church of Jesus Christ. Christ. He was a servant of Jesus who was called to be an apostle. And what was the purpose of an apostle? He says, I am set apart for the gospel of God. The apostle's purpose is to preach the gospel. To tell the good news of what God has done in the world. And in verse 2, Paul as an apostle begins to tell us what that good news is. In verses 2 to 4, he begins to tell us that the gospel of God is the good news about Jesus. He begins by telling us that this gospel is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. The things that that Paul is preaching are the things that God promised beforehand through the prophets in the Old Testament. So Paul isn't doing anything new. He and the other apostles are completing the work that was started by the Old Testament prophets. Through the Old Testament prophets, God made promises. God promised that he would save the world. That he would bless all the earth through the family of Abraham. That he would bring a king through the family of David. And that this kingdom would be God's own kingdom. And it would rule the entire earth forever. And that through this kingdom, there would be peace and justice that would come to the world. Those are the promises that God made through the prophets. And the job of apostles was to say, these promises have been fulfilled. They've been fulfilled in a man named Jesus of Nazareth. And that's what Paul tells us in verse 3. That this gospel, yes, it was promised beforehand, but we know what it was about now. 
the gospel, verse 3, concerning God's son. It is the good news that there is a person called God the Son. That while there is one God, He is three persons. And the second person of that trinity is called God the Son. And God the Father has accomplished His plan through God the Son. And the eternal God, God the Son, became a human being. He says, Jesus Christ our Lord was a descendant of David according to the flesh. By his human birth, God the Son became a descendant of King David. And by doing that, he became the man that could fulfill the promises of the Old Testament. The king that all the Old Testament prophets were saying would come in the family line of David. Jesus became the promised king by being born into the family of David. But he was appointed, it says in verse 4, to be the powerful Son of God according to the Spirit of Holiness by his resurrection from the dead. When Jesus was resurrected, God appointed him to be the powerful son of God. Now, of course, he was always the son of God. For all of eternity, he was God the son. But the important word here is powerful. Through his resurrection, Jesus received a new level of authority. He became the exalted king in the line of David who would rule all the earth. Jesus told his disciples this in Matthew 28. In verse 18, after his resurrection, Jesus said, 
all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Yesa kunena kuti ulamulilo wonse kumwamba ndi dziko la pansi kwa pasiro kwa ine. Through his resurrection Jesus became the powerful king over all the earth. Kudzera mukukitiro kwake Yesu Kristo anakhala tsopa nomfumu ya mphamvu pa dziko lonse la pansi. Over every nation. Pa ndiyo ulamulira dziko linalili lonse. That's why in Matthew 28 verse 19 Jesus says go therefore and make disciples of all nations Jesus says I have authority over all heaven and all earth so go and make disciples of all nations through his resurrection Jesus received this new level of authority and therefore the gospel about this king must be proclaimed John, to all nations. Jesus is exercising his authority in the world through the preaching of the gospel. His kingdom is being declared over the earth. The day is coming where we will see his kingdom with our eyes, where we will experience it. Where the enemies of Christ will be thrown into the lake of fire forever. And Jesus will rule from the new Jerusalem in the new creation forever and ever. That is definitely going to happen one day soon. But right now, Jesus is exercising his authority through the declaration that that kingdom is on its way. The king is already seated on his throne at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And right now, people must believe in the good news about this king. Paul talks about this in verse 5. He says that through Jesus we have received grace and apostleship. The word grace means a gift. And I think we can describe this verse as saying we have received the gift that is apostleship. Paul is saying I've been given grace. I've been given a special gift. And that gift is my apostleship. 
That gift is this task of proclaiming the good news of the king. And Paul says, here's the goal I have. To bring about the obedience of faith. Paul is saying his goal is for people to obey the message that he is preaching. And how do we obey this message? It's not by doing good works. It's not by trying to earn our place with God. No, the obedience that is demanded by the message of the gospel is faith. To believe the message. And he says that we his purpose of, of making this proclamation is for the sake of God's name. God deserves to be glorified. God deserves to be worshipped. Look at what he is doing in the world through his son Jesus Christ. He is deserving of our glory and our praise. And the extent of this is among all the Gentiles or among all the nations. This isn't just for one tribe or or one city. This is for all people everywhere. And Paul believes that God will receive glory when people from every nation believe in the gospel. When people from every tribe and language turn to Jesus as their king. When they worship Jesus as the fulfillment of the Old Testament promises. When they serve him as the king in the line of David. When they trust in his resurrection and his authority. And when people do this. Something happens. Those who believe are the people who are loved by God and holy. He says in verse 6, 
that this is for those who are called by Jesus Christ. In verse 7, he describes these people as loved by God and called as saints. So to extend his kingdom, to glorify his name, God has set his powerful love on these people. He has chosen them and he has chosen to love them. And in this love, he has called them to himself. He has called them to be his own people. He has called them to be a holy people. God has set his powerful love on these people and he is transforming them through that love into holy people. I love giving gifts. I love thinking about the person I want to buy a gift for and what would make them happy. But I'm very bad at keeping the secret of the gift. If I buy a gift for someone's birthday, I have a hard time keeping it a secret until that day. As soon as I buy the gift, I want to tell the person, I want to give it to them. But this is the amazing thing about the gifts described here in this passage. God gave Paul and God gives us the gift of telling people. And this gift is to tell people about the gift that God has given his son. This isn't a gift that you want to keep a secret. The gift is is that we are to tell about the gift God has given. Now we aren't apostles. I'm not even an apostle. We don't have the special authority that the apostle Paul had. He knew about this gospel because he saw it with his eyes. He was a witness of the resurrection. But we have the message that Paul and the other apostles gave to us with their authority. So like Paul, we also are set apart for the gospel. The purpose of his life should be the purpose 
purpose of our life. Jesus deserves the worship of all people everywhere. And those of us who are loved by God and called to be saints, we have the task of proclaiming the good news about Jesus to everyone. It should be our goal to bring about the obedience that is faith. For the glory of God. And when we do that, God is going to call the people he loves out. Those people are going to believe in this good news. And God is going to make those people saints. He's going to bring them into his kingdom and make them his people. And maybe as you're listening today, as you've heard that there is this good news about Jesus, God is calling you. All you have to do is repent of your sins and trust that Jesus has died for you and God will change you. God will bring you into his kingdom. And this is what God's doing in the world. He is bringing about the kingdom of his son.